0: the time for revival is now that the harvest is truly now in the Bible it talks about there's different seasons there's the times to sow there's a time to reap there is a harvest time and we have entered harvest time right now this is why we are seeing so many miracles and God just moving so powerfully continually like he's moving with such ease. He's moving just by someone watching a TikTok video. He, he's doing mighty miracles just by one word. Um, there was a girl who came to Revival in the Park a few weeks back, and I had put this testimony of her up on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, so check it out if you haven't seen it already. But she, she said that when she left Revival in the Park that her anxiety and depression left her completely and she no longer had a panic attack, an anxiety attack, or a mental breakdown since that day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. I, well, I shared, I made a little video of her sharing her testimony just two days ago. And on that very day, um, someone commented on the video saying, I felt anxiety and depression leave my body as, when I watched this, just when I watched this video. Wow look at how God is moving so powerfully with such ease. And look at how he's moving upon testimonies. Harvest, is ne- harvest time is now, and he needs an army of God to bring in the harvest, to be harvesters. He needs an army of God. And you know, I wouldn't have made that video if this girl, Esmeralda, had not shared her testimony. I wouldn't have made that video. And so that girl received a miracle that changed her life because Esmeralda shared her testimony, simply shared her testimony. So this harvest needs many people. So God can reach many people, not just one or two or three, but he needs laborers to simply share testimonies to simply invite people to where he is moving. He wants to reach many people. There are many people who are in need of him who are in need of a miracle. And he chooses to use people. He chooses to use us. And there is a special grace in this time, in this time right now, that when we move, God moves powerfully. When we simply share testimony, when we simply invite someone to where God is moving, like these lives, there is a special grace because it is harvest time where miracles happen. People receive Jesus. This is revival. And God had spoken to me, to Fivefold Church years ago. He spoke through prophets. The time for revival is now. This is what's going to happen. This is what you will see. You will see so many miracles happening. It's going to start as a, start as a spark in Los Angeles and spread across the world, the country and the world. And we just believed in that word. We did not see that immediately. We just believed in that word. What is happening now hasn't been happening for years. It was not the harvest time yet. It was the sowing time, but now it is the harvest time. Hallelujah. There is no more exciting of a time to live than right now. Hallelujah. After seeing God's faithfulness, after seeing how he has come through on his promises, when there were these promises and there were these prophecies, they seemed so distant, they seemed so far. It wasn't like what I was experiencing and seeing before me at all but now seeing exact prophecies, exact promises come to pass that were so hard to imagine, now seeing them come to pass, I truly want to scream on the rooftops, obey God, serve Him, surrender to Him, seek Him. Because ever since I followed God's call and truly began to seek his kingdom. I've seen blessing upon blessing come in my life like never before. Even in the time of the desert, even in the time of the waiting, even in the time of dreaming of the promises, but them seeming so far away. I. It immediately would experience blessing upon blessing like I hadn't experienced in my life. And the Bible says, Matthew 6, 25, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put in it. It is, um, Do not worry about any of these things. And I'm going to fast forward to verse 31. Do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. All of these things. So all of the things that you're worried about in life, all of the things that you want to see come in your life. The deep dreams of your hearts, the needs, the lack that you see, the lack of provision, lack of health, lack of freedom, lack of good friends. All of these things that you need And you desire the godly desires that God has given you. You will receive all of these things when you seek first the kingdom of God. God wants you to know the truth about serving him. I didn't know what reward there was in serving him for most of my life. Most of my Christian life, it didn't look like there was much reward on this earth. There is eternal reward. Hallelujah. A reward we receive in heaven for serving him. A mighty reward. But there is also reward on this earth. The word of this year, actually, the prophetic word of this year is that this year, God is going to lift you. It's a time of reaping. It's a time where your status and your standards will be elevated, will increase. It's a year where God is showing that he is with you. Revealing that he is with you. People can see God is with them. God wants it to really be seen. I am with my son. I am with my daughter. This leads people powerfully to God. When people can look at you and see you are blessed. And now desire to come to him because they see your life. They see the reward. When they look at you, they should see abundant life everywhere. Jesus says, I came that you may have life more abundantly. Thank you, Jesus. So when this is how God wants it to be that when people look at you, They see abundant life in every area, not just your confidence of where you will go when you die. Yes, that should be there, but it shouldn't end there. They should see abundant life in every area. They should see abundant health hear a testimony of how God healed you and then brought you out of the deficit and into abundance, abundant health. They should see freedom in your life. They should see a testimony of how you once had anxiety, maybe, or you once had depression. You once had bondage in some area. You once were in bondage through manipulation through a relationship or something. You had bondage in some area. Maybe you But then God delivered you, you were free, but not only that you walk confidently. Now, not you went out of the deficit of anxiety and depression. And now you have joy, a supernatural joy, a supernatural peace. Hallelujah. You got out of the bondage of the manipulative relationship. And you came to a place full of wisdom, full of a place where you respect yourself and you're secure and confident in who you are in Christ and good friends are in your life. You're surrounded by good people who treat you well, who are godly, amazing friends. See, there's abundant life in your relationships. Look at your Your, your, your life financially, God brought you out of lack and didn't just bring you to, to just good enough, brought you out of the deficit and now to abundance that you have more than enough that you can bless others, that you can be a blesser, that you have enough to bless others. You have enough to give to others. Hallelujah. Someone can't buy their lunch. You can buy their lunch. That person is blessed. God can open up doors that nobody else can open. And this is what life is supposed to look like, that everything in your life is God's, God's supernatural doors that open up. That it's not on luck, it's not on human ability, but it's Him doing it. It's him blessing the work of your hands. He blesses the work of your hands and and then he opens up these supernatural doors that, that were just like, Whoa, how did that happen? How did this happen in your life? Only God, the Bible says that the blessings of God come without sorrow. So what does that mean? It means that when God blesses you, when God opens up these doors in your life, that they, they come with no sorrow. They come with peace and joy. They stay, they remain. It's how it's meant to be. But when, but when you do things the world's way, when you take things into your own hands, when you compromise yourself, when you're not honest, when you do things not God's way when you cheat it will you will reap something you may it may seem like you get ahead and you achieve something as you do this but it's not God's supernatural doors opening the enemy can make things to happen like if you if you are working with someone who's who who's not of God and is working with the enemy's powers or just doing things the enemy's way and maybe they're doing they're cheating or they're do, they're being dishonest about things or you compromise yourself to get ahead in something um you are reaping. It looks like the doors open. It looks like you're, you're getting what you want, but it's not the blessing from God. It's a blessing from the enemy, which isn't going to be a blessing. It's going to be what you wanted, but it comes with sorrow. The blessings of God come without sorrow. This is Proverbs 10, 20, 22. The blessing of the Lord brings true riches and he adds no sorrow to it for it comes as a blessing from God. So the blessings or the things that you want to get but you're doing it not God's way, the world's way, they come with sorrow. And that can mean a bunch of things. That can mean no peace, no joy. That loud voice of the devil of, of, of condemnation because you did things dishonestly or you compromised yourself. Now, remember, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, but when you open a door to the enemy, it, 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 it makes it so the enemy's voice can come really, 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 really loud so that you really need deliverance. It can become like this stronghold because a door was opened. God is not condemning you but you, but the door was open for now this huge attack to come where you really need deliverance because the door was open for the enemy to come in and have a stronghold. You really need deliverance. You really need to be free now of that, of that voice that, that may turn into a spirit of depression. You need deliverance. And now you need to turn to God and do things his way. And now you are free of that awful, nagging condemnation voice. But see, that's what I mean. The blessings of God come without sorrow. So you do that, but you you it feels like hell because that voice becomes so loud. And that way is a dead end. That way is a dead end. Um, also, it doesn't mean just that. It can mean a bunch of different things like um, when you receive the blessings of God, you receive the protection of that, you know, like financially. Let's say, let's see if God opens a door financially or opens a door for your business or ministry success in your life. Let's say success financially um, or with your business career. God opens the door and you are getting abundance in your life. and. There's protection upon that. It's a blessing that comes without sorrow. You can rest in that, God's protection is there. But when you're working your way to get rich or to get ahead in your career, business, ministry, doing it not God's way, doing it the world's way, you might get ahead, you might get rich, get money, but the blessings, the blessings come with sorrow. There's not God's protection upon that, and it won't last. But when God opens the door and when it's His time to lift you, when it's His time to take you out of the sowing, sowing, sowing desert land to the harvest time reaping, you're, you're, you're receiving those blessings. They're staying in your life. You are truly in harvest your 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 blessings are protected you have so much peace and joy you can see oh wow this is the reward of God hallelujah this is the reward of God and it fills you with so much joy and more gratitude to God than ever before and a a passion to serve him more because you see his faithfulness and you see his reward Hallelujah. So all of the things that you want in life, all of the things that you need, that you want financially, the uh, uh, peace and joy, fulfillment, to feel like you are making a difference, to feel like you have a purpose on this world, world. Um, good people in your life, good friends amazing, the most amazing spouse that will love you so well, will be so godly. Children, healthy children. Healing, deliverance. All of these things, that your dream in your heart, all of these things. There's only one way. There's only one way to access these things. All of, these, all of these things are blessings from God that you don't see yet. And this is the way to access them by seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is the only way. Any other way you try comes with sorrow, will not be lasting. And God wants you to know this mighty reward. This is a mighty reward. God wants you to know this is the way. When you serve me. When you seek first my kingdom. It is not boring. (laughs) It is not. It is not a waste of time. And I say that because. For so long. It doesn't. The world doesn't see, oh, God's with that person. Like, for so long, they see Christians as either judgmental or delusional <laughs> or, um, or, uh, like really poor, um, not in touch with the world, you know, like they, when, when, when the world in general thinks of Christians, they don't naturally think, oh, I want to be there because then I'll be blessed. But God wants it to be that way. God wants it to be that way. This is how God wants to reach his people. That they would look at you and see, wow, that person's life, not just one aspect But their whole life and that person they have things that i want this is being the light of the world and a big reason why we haven't seen christians by and large having this abundant life in every area is because many haven't been in the true kingdom of God. They've been maybe seeking their version of God, but it's not the true kingdom of God. The Bible says that the kingdom of God comes, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. These miracles that have been happening, This is how God wants church to be, Christianity to be known by. Someone has an issue, someone has a sickness, someone has anxiety, depression. This is the answer. The answer isn't first hospital. No, the answer first is Jesus, that that would be the reputation. Maybe someone's in the world and they have no desire to seek God, but one day they're sick and they've heard all these stories, all these testimonies. Someone just received healing just quick by the power of Jesus. They didn't even have to do anything. They just positioned themselves. They seek first the kingdom. They position themselves. They receive the miracle. So someone in the world who has no desire to seek God, one day they find themselves sick. They've heard what Christians are really like. They've heard who God is really like. They've seen your life, they've seen your testimony. And they say, I'm gonna give this Jesus a shot because I've heard that he heals any sickness. Hallelujah. It says that when Jesus came on the scene, when he came on the scene, that people were running to the church, were running to Jesus to receive healing. This The sick were just running to Jesus. So this was, I mean, most of these people didn't know Jesus yet, hadn't given their lives to him, but they heard the reputation. They could see God was really with him. They could see he had some power. He had something that they needed. So they, they ran and in receiving his power, receiving the healing, their eyes opened up to how amazing he is, how good he is, that he is Lord. And they gave their lives to him. So the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. There's places in the Bible where it speaks, what is the kingdom of God? This is one of them, that's big, that's big. But of power, that means the healing power of God, the deliverance power of God that casts out anxiety and depression in a moment, that heals every sickness, That that's the power of God. Um, it also talks about when um, Luke, the, and this is, that was one, one, Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not consist in words, but in power. Luke 11.20 says, if I am casting out demons by God's mighty power, God's kingdom realm is now released upon you. So this it, it defines the kingdom of God. If a servant of God is casting out demons, casting out spirit of anxiety spirit of depression spirit of infirmity then then you will then you will know the kingdom of god has come upon you then you will know when that happens that's the kingdom of god that's the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is 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 having to do with with the the, the work of God, the work of God, God's heart, God's heart to rescue his people, to deliver his people, to bring healing to his people, God's heart of destroying the works of the devil. This is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is to destroy the works of the devil, to advance the kingdom. That is only done by the power of God to destroy the works of the devil. so to seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness so many people read that verse and they think it just means like seeking god like seeking god period um like whatever that interpretation is to them like reading the bible praying going to church whatever church you go to they go to without the power that's how many people have interpreted the verse But it says, seek the first kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness is having to do with his character, God's character, the fruits of the spirit. So seeking to become like him, seeking to become just like him, how he acts, how he thinks, how he speaks, his character. Okay, that's the second part. That's not the whole part, that's the second part. And the first part is seek first the kingdom of God. That's having to do with the business of God. Jesus says, I'm about my father's business. The workings of God. The destroying the works of the devil. So, God needs an army. God God wants to release all these things that you need and desire. But there's a principle, there's a way to receive this reward, these blessings. And it's not just seeking God how you want. It's not seeking God in a powerless church. But it's seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So it means being passionate about his kingdom work being passionate about destroying the works of the enemy, being passionate about his way, not tradition, not society, not Christian pop culture, but having a heart for his way. Like when I first encountered the power of God, most people in my life didn't hadn't encountered the power of God before. And I was going to a church where there was no power of God. And some people are, like, embarrassed by the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is so beautiful. Like, praying in tongues is so beautiful. And the way he manifests, like, sometimes people fall down with the power of God. Um, sometimes people tremble. Um, it can make, he can make you weep. So the Holy Spirit manifests in different ways. We need to see it as beautiful though. There are some people who don't welcome the Holy Spirit because they want to look like cool or trendy. I don't know. That's not the kingdom of God that's not seeking first the kingdom of God, but seeking first the kingdom of God is God. I want you to have your way and do whatever you want. Even if I look silly, like it talks about on the day of Pentecost, how after the believers were praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues after they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, people outside were saying that they looked drunk. So they were looking like silly. (laughs) Um, but this is the kingdom of God. Seeking for us the kingdom of God means to not be ashamed of him, to get over ourselves and hunger and crave for him to move however he wants, not care what other people think. Be passionate about his work. Like God's heart is in his kingdom. God's heart is in destroying the works of the devil. So seeking first the kingdom of God is having that heart, adopting his heart and being like, God, use me however you want for your kingdom, for your true kingdom. God called me to be an apostle. And I was a young woman when he called me. I was 25. And there's not many women who are even pastors, let alone apostles. Many people don't know um, that apostles still exist today. And what God is doing in this revival is he is restoring the offices of apostles and prophets because they are so important to his kingdom. They are so necessary for the equipping and building up and maturing of the believers of the body of Christ. One example is you may find that what I share is more meaty than what you have Learn before, maybe as a Christian, uh, you know, Paul talks about how you you guys should be ready for meat, but you still need milk. So, if we want to be powerful warriors in the kingdom of God, where we can have authority and power over the devil, walking in power, how God intended us to be. We have to grow up. We have to have meat. We can't stay babies or the devil will beat us up. <laughs> and we won't have victory. So, for example, this is one of the reasons why this is a grace on an apostle. Like it's, an, it's a grace and anointing that comes with the office of apostle and a grace and anointing that comes with the offices of office of a prophet is they can see things in the spiritual realm that no one else can see because God has just decided to do it this way. That all body parts are different and the eyes can see, but the hands can't see. The hands need the eyes. And so there are certain things that God will speak to prophets, will show prophets that others can't see, that the body needs to hear. Like, for example, four and a half years ago, a prophet said, prophesied, God has heard your, your, your prayers for revival in America. And he has answered them. Revival is now. And we've carried that word and believed in that word. We wrote a song (laughs) based on that word. Um, And that's the way to see the promises of God come. God has this order of releasing promises and, and having people like, like marry, accept the promise, and, 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 and keep it strong, keep it alive, keep the promise alive even though you don't see anything yet. You know, um, there's a story in the Bible of a prophet saying to this servant of God, uh, uh, there, it's going to, there's, there's, I see a cloud, it's going to rain really hard, go look for it. And the servant went and he saw nothing. So he came back and the prophet was like, go again. He looks he sees nothing. He comes back. He tells him he says, go again. (laughs) This was just God's way that God chose to speak. This promise is coming through a prophet. Servant of God will receive the promise, carry the promise, Keep the promise alive. Keep looking, keep expecting, keep believing, keep declaring the word, keep sowing seeds for that word, not dismissing it, but keeping it alive until one day it started to rain. And so so this is how God works. This is how God works. We can't do things our way, but we have to do things God's way. So, I mean, I believe with all my heart that what we are seeing today, the revival we're seeing today, the miracles we are seeing today, is because things were done God's way. It was spoken through a prophet, and there were people who would keep the, 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 the promise alive. This is how God works, and He needs this to be consistent so people can see He's faithful. He does what He says. He speaks through His people. And even when it doesn't look like it's gonna happen, it will happen. We gotta keep that promise alive. We gotta keep that dream alive. We gotta keep believing what God said. We gotta keep sowing into that ground when we see no fruit. When it looks like a waste of time. This is how people will see God is with us. Hallelujah. So, when I was called to be an apostle, when I was called to be an apostle, I was, when I received that calling, public speaking was my biggest fear and weakness. I had no uh, desire or clue how to be a minister, how to preach. I knew very little about apostles. I had just learned that they're still alive today, that God God wants to use them still today. Um and so I had to accept this call and I had to accept God's way. You know, it would have been easier to call to say pastor, not apostle, pastor. It would have been easier to say that and just abandon that word because people don't get it and people won't receive you. But I wanted to do things God's way and not grieve the Holy Spirit. Even if I look foolish, even if people don't understand, I understand we, I have to do things God's way. I want to do things God's way. Hallelujah. So, when we seek first the kingdom of God, when we are willing to be used by God for His, in His true kingdom, where the power is moving and we seek after his righteousness. All of these things will be added to you. All of these things, all of these things, all of these things, we need to seek the kingdom of God where the power is. So we, so we can access the power of God to open up all of these doors in the spiritual realm. We need the power of God to open up these doors. To access the power of God, we have to seek first the kingdom of God where God's power is moving. And you see here, for example, some of you have received miracles as you seek first the kingdom of God. you positioned yourself where God's power was moving and you received a miracle. The miracles happened where the true kingdom of God is. So here you are already receiving all of these things and these things will be added unto you. Now you're receiving health. Now you're receiving deliverance. Now you're receiving hope. Now you're receiving eyes opening eyes opening to God's love. Now you're receiving uh, 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 eyes opening to lies of the devil and you're able to have victory over them. So, it doesn't end right there. Now when you when you choose to serve God where his kingdom is moving. Now we go from the just enough place, out of the deficit place to the abundance place. And This is what I've seen in my life. I've seen dreams in my heart that I had since I was a little child. I've seen them come to pass by the hand of God. When I started seeking first the kingdom of God, I was a Christian my whole life. But when I started seeking first the kingdom of God, where his power anointing was flowing, these dreams. All of a sudden, it happened. I received the best friend that I could even imagine. I still am amazed. Jean-Tal, our amazing worship leader. I could never have dreamed of such uh, an amazing friend and an amazing um, servant of God to be like a, a, a Jonathan and I'm like, like a, a Jonathan to the David. I never could have imagined such a supernatural f- heart, heart for the work of God, uh, on the same vision, wanting the the best for me. You know, I mean, I never could have dreamed of this kind of friend. Um, and it it happened when I started seeking first the kingdom of God. The peace and the joy, the opening of my eyes of God's love, more revelation, growing closer to Him, all happened when I was seeking first the kingdom of God. I started out sharing a bedroom, a two-bedroom. I shared one of the bedrooms and there was with one person, and so there's three of us living in a two-bedroom. I went from that to now having a place to myself, and even having an office, which in Los Angeles, rent is crazy expensive, so truly only happened by God, by His power. Only happened, I mean, the doors that opened were just supernatural. And finding purpose in my life, purpose in my life, finding what my purpose was, and finding fulfillment My whole life, I didn't enjoy working at all. Literally my whole life, whatever it was, whether it was schoolwork, whether it was the jobs that I had, the part-time jobs I had, I never enjoyed working. But now, once I was seeking first the kingdom of God, I'm loving work. I'm loving what I do. I'm telling you, I just want to scream on the rooftops, seek first the kingdom of God. Because I know you are crying out to God, how do I receive this, God? I want this. I want this. I need this. Lord, please. And God is answering you now with this direction. When you do this, this opens the door for you to receive all of these things that you're crying out to God for. Hallelujah. God wants you to know this word now because he's really calling you. I want to use you. I want to use you in this revival. I want to use you in my kingdom. And this is the answer to all of your prayers. This is the answer to all your desires. This is the answer right here to serve me. God says to seek first my kingdom this is it. Seeking first the kingdom of God looks like just being willing to be used by him however he wants. Use what's in your hand. What's in your hand looks like your testimony. I encountered the power of God. This is what happened. You, I want you to encounter it too. I've heard of these miracles happening. I've heard of these things happening in the kingdom of God. Come. I believe that you will be healed. I believe that you will be delivered. Come. I want your eyes to open up to God's love for you. Just sharing your word. Just sharing your testimony. Sharing what's in your hand. What you have. What God has given you. Using what, what's in your hand, your social media. Using your social media, inviting your friends. Miracles will start to happen because of you. Just like I shared in the beginning of, of the girl who shared her testimony and now a, another person receiving, received deliverance from anxiety and depression just from watching the, test, the testimony through a video. This is what God wants to do through you now. The people will really receive mighty miracles will come to him. will know of his love like never before, because you've said, God, use me. You've stepped out. You've used what's in your hand. You've used your social media. You've invited. You've shared your testimony. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for you all now. I know some of you are feeling a stirring in your spirit, a stirring in your heart. Like, God, I want you to use me. I want to be used by you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Just tell him with your own words right now. I see him releasing the power of God to you in your life. I see him already opening up, opening up doors as you surrender to him. As you tell him, use me, God, have your way. Use me in this revival. I want to be a revival carrier of you. I want people to receive miracles through me. Use me, God. Use me, God, in your true kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just tell him in your own words now. Just tell him in your own words. I surrender to you, God. Use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I know God has led you here because he wants to use you mightily. This is why you are here. Thank you, Jesus. He sees you as a usable vessel of him. He's only looking for hearts that are just willing, that are just willing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I release this anointing to touch you now. Thank you, Father. I release this anointing. May the fire of God grow in you and the passion for his kingdom grow in you. The heart for others to receive him, the heart for others to receive the miracles they need, the freedom, the healing, may this heart grow in you now. In Jesus' name I declare your eyes to open up in the spiritual realm now to see people how God sees, to see solution, to see nothing is impossible with God, to see people in bondage and, 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 and see God will heal you. God will deliver you and have this zeal for them to receive what God wants to give to them. You are, you are the way they will receive. You are the way they will receive. The people around you, the people on your social media, you are the way. You are the hands and feet of Jesus. You are the way they will receive a miracle. This is huge. This is amazing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I declare now that this anointing, this prophetic anointing, would move powerfully through you. That people in your life would respond to your voice. Would feel a stirring in their spirit like what you speak is true. Would feel conviction. Would feel... Hope, hope, hope that they can receive healing, that they can receive freedom when, they, when you speak, when they hear your voice. That this anointing would move upon your testimony, that when you share your testimony, people will, will, will receive hope, people will, will, will receive hunger. That your testimony would release miracles in their lives i release that power of god upon you now thank you jesus thank you father may miracles happen because of you and through you now in jesus name i declare doors to open up in your life now as you begin to seek first the kingdom of god like never before as you serve god i declare these doors to open the things that you need to open now in jesus name Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray now for everyone who has sought the kingdom of God today, who needs to get out of the deficit and move on now to abundant life. Every one of you who needs freedom and needs healing, you will receive these things today because you've been seeking for the kingdom of God today, I declare. Every person here who needs freedom in their lives, who needs chains to be broken off their life, lift your hands now. Thank you, Lord. I declare every chain to be broken now in Jesus' name. Every bondage, every work of the devil in your life, I declare it to be broken now in Jesus' name. Every curse spoken against you, I break it. Every curse that was working, that had power in your life, I declare it to be broken. Every generational curse that's been in your family for, for generations, I declare that to be broken now in Jesus' name. The curse of poverty on your life, I declare it to be broken now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Every person whose star has been stolen, the the anointing and love of God in you is is your star that attracts the favor of God upon you. I declare your star to be restored and returned now, that you would no longer be unseen your gifts the anointing of God on your life would be seen that doors would open for you now in Jesus name thank you Lord hallelujah I declare every attack of the mind every attack of the devil on your mind I declare it to be broken now in Jesus name every nagging suicidal thought Spirit, I declare it to go in Jesus' name. Every spirit of depression, every spirit of anxiety, of anxiety attacks, I declare that to go now in Jesus' name. Every spirit that is yelling at you, putting you down, saying you're not good enough, saying you're not worth it, Attacking your identity, who you are, I declare that to be broken now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray for every person who needs freedom in their bodies, freedom from sickness now. Every spirit of infirmity I declare to go now in Jesus' name. Every sickness, I see some people asking for healing for cancer. Now, if you need healing from cancer, lift your hands. Now I declare every spirit of cancer to go from every body now in Jesus name. Be healed completely now, no cancer cell in your body now. No tumor in your body now in Jesus name. You are healed now. Thank you, father. Every pain, every pain in your body go in Jesus name. Every ear pain go in Jesus name. Every chest pain and breathing problem go. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Someone here has a sickness in their stomach and pain in their stomach. I speak that to go. I declare healing to you now in Jesus' name. Someone needs healing in their leg. I declare healing to you now. The pain to go. I declare infections to go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And every person here with vision problems, with vision problems, I declare healing to you now. Be healed. I declare your sight to be restored. See now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God.